0: Hi there, welcome to the Proxima Command podcast, the show where I'll be bringing you behind the scenes into conversations and interviews I've had with many of Proxima Command's staff, with the goal of trying to tell a story. The story of how two guys built a spaceship in their garage, and then built a whole sci-fi world on top of it. This episode, I'll be talking to those two guys, Bob and Mike, about how this all got started. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome you to the conversation. start from from Who are the top? these voices yeah I'm hearing voices where, where do they come from I'm I'm your host Henry Stevens I'm interviewing
1: Michael Chapman
0: and Bob Papadopoulos, the uh, dynamic duo that started Proxima command and I guess my first question for you is when did when did the two of you actually sit down and go I'm gonna build a spaceship
1: well we got okay let me start because it, it starts with me mm. a little it bit starts him. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, I was. Uh, this is before we had kids, so about twenty-five years ago. Oh, it was, wow. The number gets bigger and bigger every year for some reason. With uh, a friend, yeah, and uh, was a group of us. And I, in the conversation, we we're talking. We we're all sci-fi freaks and oh, and, and, and that kind of stuff. And I, I said to her out of the blue, wouldn't it be cool if there was a sci-fi resort? Mm. And that, I, that's all I remember. So that was the genesis of it and then years later when uh about camping yeah well well, and we
2: just have these discussions
1: we're cousins through through marriage right through his cousin my ex-wife and so we go uh, i I guess it was your idea let's go to algonquin park and go camping for a weekend yeah
2: it's like sort of basically
1: 48 hours go up yeah
2: because we had a lot in common right mostly you know uh Lord of the Rings, anything sort of sci-fi. It was all Lord of
1: the Rings for the first bit. Yeah, yeah, it was just yeah. we talked about Lord of the Rings. That yeah, was it. That's I don't and my mission yeah. was to turn him away from the movies, which took me years, but I think I accomplished that.
2: Yeah, the movies came later. But then I thought well, we they said, said no politics.
1: <laughs> no, we, oh, we said no religion. Uh, we, that's uh, not politics, it's religion. Good point, good
0: point. Yeah.
2: I guess you you sort of had the thought of having essentially something where you needed a group of people to uh, control like a ship just like in star trek and i think that was was more than
1: one ship though it was multiple ships like we were thinking big 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 and then we started going smaller and smaller and smaller where where can we start with this Hmm. isn't that how it worked we kind of narrowed it down and went we need to build a ship
2: yeah the main yeah the main thing was a bridge crew Mm-hmm. Right? right, where no one person can operate the whole thing at once, because you do have you know monster ships now in video games where one person can control the whole thing, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they buy supplies for it, they fight with it, they do. And it's but it's impossible right. for something that big. You need a crew, and that's well, that's, that's what, what makes what it I, interesting too. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it would and it would be you know we wanted it to be cerebral. You know, people need to think about things, um, work the engineering system. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's where it came. And in, in fact, at one point,
1: I was uh I was exiled into a condo on my own and Baba come over and we started sketching out the engineering, like the actual what what's happening in this game or in the simulation. And we would spend I think we spent hundreds of hours mapping out stuff. Well the but first day, right, right, it
2: was on paper. So it's like okay, we have warp engines, we have, you know, Sublight speeds, auxiliary thrusters. Right, right. Uh, and what needs... Uh, we have a fuel tank, right? Mm-hmm. We have uh, pumps that need to get the fuel to... Bob's distance, an engineer, right? so he has to have a lot of... I, I, I was I in tell. the Navy, I worked on the ship, so we, we had all these systems, so one system needed to control... We need a, po- we need a power system to control the power part of it, right? Like so the electrical. We need the fuel to create the energy for the, for the movement. Right. So we thought, oh, we'll be done this in a couple hours, then we can move on to science. <laughs> <laughs> Ten hours later, we're still questioning, well, how does this go work here? How does yeah. that work there? There's so a lot wait, of
0: fun. Let me, let me get this straight. You didn't just, like, come up with a schematic of a spaceship or whatever. You, like, designed the systems. The systems. For the spaceship. Yeah. So
2: there would be a uh, engineering system. There would mm-hmm. be a science system. There would be a helm system. Mm-hmm. Uh, a communication system. So that that one came later. Yeah. But yeah. What, was, what was the other one? I think there was uh, um, weapons. Weapons and the weapons system. Right. So those are the four main systems, which are kind of familiar if you're definitely if you're a sci-fi fan and a, and a Star Trek fan. Um, and, but they're also kind of you know universal,
1: right? No, it's, Every, it's everyone, under, everyone. Roddenberry wasn't. Roddenberry systems. was in the Navy, so when he designed the Enterprise, right. he yeah. basically took what he yeah. understood yeah. and put it into a sci-fi scenario, right? right.
0: Well, you got something in common then. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I nice. Thought so. Yeah.
2: So
1: that was how it started. And then the years went by. We decided we were going to do a, a minimum viable product, an MVP. Then we wanted to hire a programmer. I didn't know any programmers, and so I went to uh, one of those meetups or whatever downtown, mm-hmm. and I met a Russian guy. But there was a bit of a miscommunication. He was a really nice guy. He wanted to do something business-related. I wanted a game. After a, a half an hour of conversation, I was like, oh, yeah, we're, you're not the guy for me. But he did help me uh, write up a wanted ad Oh, nice! Uh, for finding the right person. And then what was that? How did we advertise for that? It was the same place where we found the shop.
2: Well, we had a bad experience before him, though, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I'm always reminding you about. I I blocked that out of my mind. We won't mention names, but there was a certain individual. I I had worked with someone,
1: and he he was super... uh, uh, Persuasive? Well, he was excited about it, you know, and and you want someone who's interested in the project. He got a lot of free meals, but we
2: got nothing nothing back, really. Yeah, it cost us a couple thousand dollars. and And we were giving him essentially cash. Uh, Ooh, that's. Uh, it was a bad, I mean, we learned We, we learned the hard way.
1: Well, he was desperate for money, I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah, so uh,
2: you got scammed. We got scammed.
1: Yeah. Because right. he, he was saying scammed. he could do certain things, but he really couldn't. What and then he, he wanted a mouse? No, no. No, he, he, no, he, he wanted a keyboard, I think. Yeah. And yeah, he, he didn't, wanted, even, didn't even want a mouse. And we don't, we don't want anything like that. We want you to We lit, want a touchscreen. We, we want you to be in, you know, like in this bubble. Right. Where, as far as you're concerned, the real world doesn't exist, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he got upset. I, I, I'm not sure what he said. It was like, Mouse? You want a mouse? And then he went... He's a very dramatic person. And then he mm-hmm. just left. Oh, no. He came back the next day, and I met him outside. Mm-hmm. So I said, fire him. Yeah, and I went out. You said, fireman. I'm the one who fired him. Yeah, yeah. I well, fired you the one who hired him. Yeah. And, yeah.
2: Made a, and made him... Again, I don't want to bring up old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, of, but, but... But, you know, we also made him... A partner, like an equal partner, right? Yeah. Away, thinking you wow. could deliver.
1: Yeah. Right. Thinking, yeah. okay,
2: this is kind of you know we're, we're both not programmer Programmers, this guy can we really should help us move this project along. Yeah. Anyway, so that was
1: uh, a hard time lesson,
2: time. but a good lesson. Um, what was what was the thing, when you, when you lose, don't lose the lesson? You always tell me that, yeah. That's the Dalai Lama.
1: Yeah, the Dalai Lama says when you lose, don't lose the lesson. So yeah, we learned something there. We learned something. We have a master's degree in business. <laughs> <laughs> Paid for out of the hard <laughs> knocks a, of life. It's like,
0: yeah. Well, it's great that you ran into that problem early. early. Yeah, 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 no, no question. Oh, we have yeah. another
1: issue with a set designer who was no. recommended to us? They just come out of the woodwork. I'm yeah. telling you, they and, just and, and, and it's like he—they w-
2: see us.
1: Yeah, and we
2: paid him at least a thousand dollars. No, at least two grand. He, okay. He was, a, yeah, he was in film, and I saw, you know, he had a legitimate website and everything. And then we're like, okay, the weeks have gone by. We've given you some money because he needs some money for materials.
0: Right. And
2: right. we went to his, his let's just call it an establishment. <laughs>
1: Oh he had a bed. It was a, a basement bed. apartment. Yeah, a small it, it, basement apartment. Yeah,
2: we, don't, just, we don't want to give away who it was. But, yeah. anyways, and it was. Oh, he was oh, yeah. the only guy who has a basement he had, apartment. He had nothing. He had nothing yeah. for us. And again, we just said, uh, oh, okay. And we walked away, never saw him again.
1: No, no, no. But, but let's not forget um, we, we met him, and then he took us outside to see what he did. Yeah. And it was almost nothing. It and was, then I'm sitting in it the car. Was the
2: materi- it was the frame, the framing.
1: Yeah, yeah. The metal framing.
2: Oh yeah, it was. It was almost nothing. That was just sitting against. Yeah, it was like some wall. square metal frames.
0: Square metal frames against a wall outside. Yeah, free yeah, for yeah, the yeah, elements or whoever yeah, wants I, to take Yeah, it. And and I'm sitting
1: in the car. This is uh, not in Toronto. It's a, in a suburb in a town nearby, Guelph. And uh, and Bob, <laughs> you, you're laughing at me or something. I had this thousand yard stare. I'm just sitting you know, hands on the, on the steering wheel, mm-hmm. just processing what we just saw. Right. Yeah, was, oh, and you were there first. I was there first that I called him up you and said, said, lower your expectations. Lower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they can go much lower. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was, anyway, I was yeah. still shocked. Oh
0: but but that, that was set design. Yeah, so
1: man, that, that's, a, so we, we do our right. own set design, right? Man, right, you, could, yeah. you could talk
2: though. So, so we're, you know, we're naive and we believe people. I mean, maybe that's a good thing sometimes, but. No, I think it is. Uh, if you want to be a good business person, then you really have to, um, I think, interview properly and, uh, yeah. you know, really check out the person's credentials, which we didn't at first. We weren't doing that. Our real
1: success was later on when I, uh, after talking with this Russian guy, we got a, a better idea of what we should be asking for. We went to some website, Craigslist, I think it was. I think it went on Craigslist. And so this is a guy out of the blue. Mm-hmm. I got tons of requests. And I was like, I wanted a, lo- a local guy because I wanted to have a, to right. talk to someone face-to-face, yeah. right? Right. right? We right.
2: like meetings where you actually meet physically. Yeah, and yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. And, uh, and you always get a free meal. <laughs> so. No, it's just, you know, it's, <laughs> right? it's, it's how it, it's it, supposed it, to go. <laughs> it's a better way to communicate. <laughs> uh, so I met him at a Starbucks. Mm-hmm. And after half an hour conversation, we had a, sh- a handshake deal for like a couple thousand dollars. Oh, there you go. And he delivered.
2: Yeah, this is where we were the minimal viable product yeah. process. Minimal, minimal. The MM. M- 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 and <laughs> point, Yeah, point 0.1. 0.1. So yeah. essentially this was those four systems I was talking about. Mm-hmm. And think of each one of those on a tablet. Right. So everyone has their tablet and they're the engineer and the other person's science and so forth. And then, um, then you have another group of people that yeah. are the enemy ship, and they're oh. and they're on their tablet. And oh, okay. so essentially, it's two ships. Yeah. Uh, so sent to, uh, four, four, I guess, officers per ship mm-hmm. fighting against another side. And and we, but we wanted this so they would be not just two ships, but there could be, you know, half a squadron's dozen... Yeah, squadrons of ships. Yeah, right. where everyone's basically... And, and, and communicating and talking with each other. That, that was the sort of genesis of it. Mm-hmm. And we thought we could sell this and then use that to fund the ultimate right. um, sort of uh, what physical about co- place. What about have. the
1: convention thing, you know, the traveling circus? when the, the, That the idea came well, next, I guess. Well, there's that, too,
2: where, yeah. where we go to uh, sci-fi conventions, comic book conventions, and have a, a, a booth, a space where people can pay to play this, essentially. Mm-hmm. But we couldn't
1: even, But that, that business plan failed very quickly because we couldn't get into the local convention, because yes. everyone's coming back. This is before COVID, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, we, we couldn't get a booth. Yeah, so it's they, like, they're regulars, and they just... Yeah. If,
2: if there's... If someone cancels, then you
1: might get a spot, basically. Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't really interested in this. And then I got laid up with... Uh, I had some a minor surgery, and I was stuck with my tablet, and I discovered that there's this thing called an escape room. Like, we couldn't find customers, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, so we, we couldn't figure out, how do you make money with this? Thing.
2: Yeah, we'd go to these little kind of, uh, I
1: guess, uh, yeah, uh, a cafe, and they're playing board boor- they games. Yeah. And there was one downtown, games. too. Oh, we did that, too? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was more of a lab yeah. thing, wasn't it? Yeah, that's what I mean. E- everyone bought their over. games, and everyone would try each yeah, other's games. Yeah, we'd test the water, see what they thought. Yeah. So then we did a mock-up of an escape room. Oh, yeah, so I discovered escape rooms and realized there were, like... How many escape rooms in Toronto? 60 escape rooms at the time? Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And people so. were paying $25 a person to go to an escape room. And we just kind of went, oh, there's the money right there. Yeah. And so we, we, we kind of added, we expanded what we were, what Bob had talked about with uh, having a communications offer, an auxiliary officer, mm-hmm. and uh, made... Instead of one screen... How many screens does engineering have? Engineering has five... Seven screens for engineering. Seven, eight, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so there's like... There's about almost 30 screens now in the bridge. But we decided to just make it more complicated, so it was like an escape experience for people. And that's mm-hmm. when we started making a little bit of money.
2: Well, it was... It was yeah, it was a decision to essentially make um, a spaceship simulator. And we're like, well, where does that fit in with other types of entertainment and that's where you thought, hey it's an escape room
0: thank you for tuning in to today's episode of the proxima command podcast next time we'll be continuing the conversation this time with a theme on inspirations stay tuned for more take care